Welcome back to In the Middle Podcast. It's a podcast about two dads living life in the Midwest. We talk about all things fatherhood, sports, hobbies, and life's greatest conundrums. As always, we want to thank One Headlight High for our intro music. Be sure to check them out on YouTube and Facebook. Mark? Sipe? What's up, man? We're back, baby. We're back. We took a week hiatus. We did, which we weren't expecting. Nope. And there was lots of things, whether it was, you know, the the Open, or as I call it, the UK Open, the NBA Finals, but yep. honestly, a lot of those didn't pan out the way I was hoping, so I'm okay if we just <laughs> don't talk about it this week. Hold on, real quick. <laughs> Who won in the NBA Finals? Uh, the Bucks did. You correctly predicted that. They I won did. in six. It wasn't seven, but it was six, and so I like that one. Which, but. as much as the sun sort of fell apart, yep. uh, Giannis having two 40 bombs and a 50 bomb in game six to close it out, you have to give the man his due. And it was a fun series to watch overall. Yeah. So no, no gripes. Absolutely. And, and it was cool to see Giannis do that with the team that he got drafted by. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, I loved what he said about how he is not going to go anywhere until he wins a ship in Milwaukee, doing it the right way, yep. doing it the way LeBron never could. Old school, The way baby. KD never could. Yep. Yeah. Good for Giannis, and he's he's got a fan in me, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And and I tell you what, I, I don't want to go too much into it, but he's he's kind of going to be leading the, his team as well, representing... Uh, uh, Greece, Greece, I believe. Yeah, uh, or, yeah Greece. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Greek yeah. freak. Yeah, he's Greek freak, baby. So I'm excited to see how that pans out for him. Uh, in the Olympics, too. Yeah, should be fun. Yep. Well, Sype, what are we talking about today? You kind of made the show notes this time around. Yeah, and actually, I tell you what, I actually made some show notes, which is a <laughs> good step in the right direction. It is. So today, we're going to talk a little bit about the Olympics. Yep. As I kind of just foreshadowed there in our, in our intro. But mm-hmm. so the next thing we're going to talk about this week is KDGC. Yeah, that's yeah. back, too. Yeah, so we're going to have our second week this year of, mm-hmm. of KDGC. And uh, so be be uh, excited to listen a little bit about that. And then topic number three. Oh, I'm excited for oh, this baby. one. <laughs> we're going to rank and draft. Draft or rank? I don't know. Um, I think we can go back and forth. Yeah. Like, you pick one, I pick one, you pick one, I pick one. So okay, we'll do a draft style. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's more of a draft style. So we're going to draft our top five for each other wedding bangers yeah yes so get the, turnt <laughs> <laughs> yeah so those those songs that that are played at wedding receptions that just get you freaking going alcohol or no alcohol included yeah most of the time alcohol but definitely yeah, yeah. <laughs> which speaking of <gasps> oh yeah here we go Bish. And we got two different cans, you and I. I'm sporting the farmers over here. Yeah. Yeah, I got one today. You got the old classic blue. Yeah. It's a light blue. I'll tell you what. Brewed in the USA, though. That's all that matters. It is. You know, I actually don't even know. Where is Bush made out of? Does it say on the can? Oh, I'm not even sure. I don't even know. I know oh, it's it's in the Midwest somewhere. It has to be. Well, of course. It, well, and you got the, the mountains, so I have to assume it's somewhere with a mountain range. You know, probably the Rockies. But... 
Yeah, but Colorado's not known for bush light. No, no, no. They're they're coors all the way. I don't know if maybe it's made in like Montana or something, but all I know is that blue, for whatever reason, and because we're in the Midwest, it makes me think of the Royals, man. It's, oh, it's baseball baby. season. Yep. And uh and sporting KC too. They got that light blue color. I love it, man. It's I feel like Bush more than anything represents the old the old town of Kansas City, which we love. Absolutely. And uh the Royals, I tell you what, I had a chance to go to a game last week. Uh unfortunately, fortunately, I guess. It depends on who what side you're looking at it. Right. But uh fortunately I was going to a wedding uh this weekend for my cousin and so I, I couldn't I couldn't take the guy up on the opportunity. But uh Kingsy, if you're out there listening, really wanted to go. I couldn't had a wedding go to, you know. Yep. But uh I just looked it out. It is it was purchased by in Anheuser Busch back in twenty eleven. Okay. So uh I think it's gonna be in uh St. Louis. That's where they're they're brewing the old bush light. Oh. In St. Louis Mo, huh? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well. Uh if I'm completely wrong on that, <laughs> please tweet at us or uh that was our first live google search i i'm honestly <laughs> impressed yeah i'm do, I'm wearing like four hats over here you know? I, yeah it was impressive you, where's producer dave when we need him oh man Produ- bet and dave yeah bet and dave super yeah. fan dave i get i bet you he'd have a lot to what's talk his about first name because clearly his last name is dave bet and dave super fan dave producer dave Son what the hell is his first name i don't know <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right, let's get back to the Olympics here. Yeah, which I will admit, while I enjoy competition, I enjoy national pride. You know, yep. go red, white, and blue, US of A, baby. U-S-A. I love it. U-S-A. We're number U-S-A. one, U-S-A. except apparently, from what I've seen on Twitter, we're getting our butt kicked left and right on yeah. various things. But I am not a huge and never really have been a huge Olympics guy, particularly Summer Olympics. I do enjoy a little bit more of the stuff in the winter. Um, Not really sure why, but uh, yeah, with the exception of kind of men's and women's soccer, I don't follow a whole lot with the Olympics. Yeah, and and I think for me at least the Winter Olympics gets all the glory because here in the United States we don't do half of the things so like when we see luge and we see uh, oh man what's that that sport where they like broom in front oh uh, uh, curling curling oh I love curling curling's the best yeah for some reason like that for me that like I'm just like drawn to it especially since uh, was it the last time that we we went to the Olympics in curling there's this dad team from like oh yeah wisconsin I or minnesota that. or yeah. somewhere like somewhere in the north they're like the complete dads like you know probably overweight yeah beer drink gut. a lot of beer uh-huh. <laughs> and they're sitting there like competing at the like the most grand uh event that you can actually compete with curling you know and, well and the winter olympics also has the most ridiculous sport of all time which is the biathlon where you ski right. down a mountain and you stop at different points to shoot something. Right. And yeah. then you oh, ski No, not only more. just not even just ski down the mountain, but they're like tracking like yeah. with their skis, like the the weird stepping skis. Yeah, it's so yeah. weird how that's a sport. I don't know, but I love it. Yeah, dude. It it's awesome. But right now is the Summer Olympics. That's right. And for me, it's my favorite Olympics 
I, I did track and field in high school and middle school and college. I love track and field. Like, if if there was an event or sorry, if there was a sport that just I could go my whole entire life doing is track and field. And it's because there's so many different events in that field, in track and field, that, I mean, you could you could d- devote like two years at getting really good at one event and then move on to the next one. Like it, it's just, right. it's an event that you can train literally everything for and there's still another event that you, you haven't done yet. And I will give track and field credit in the sense that like that does take real true athleticism. I mean, you have the world's fastest runners. You have like the greatest jumpers, you know, with the high jump and long jump and stuff like that. Yep. You have the greatest throwers, shot put and discus and uh, javelin, those types of things. So it is, I feel like a lot of the Olympics is very like, you know, kind of like dodgeball, the ESPN 8, the Ocho, <laughs> obscure sports quarterly, you know, like yep. it's, it's very, there's, there's a bunch of them that don't make sense. Like for example, and I, I get that it's a sport, but before, and we were talking about this in the pre-show, I watched women's water polo like mm-hmm. earlier just because it was on and nothing else was really on tv other than episode of the office that i had seen 50 times <laughs> and i was watching it and like yeah i get it it's a sport but it's like i feel like it really isn't that <laughs> hard for me to just walk it off the street and be like uh yeah i'm trying out for the water polo team right. like obviously you have to be a good swimmer and have stamina and stuff yep. but the overall true athleticism didn't really seem to be there but in track and field it absolutely is like there's no way i could compete with any of those people out there yeah yeah and those those guys and and gals are just amazingly talented like i mean and i and so it was naia right one of the track the track uh, league i guess i was in a sure. division i was in uh but we i mean we trained year round uh the really <laughs> devoted ones trained all through us all throughout the summer. I did not. Uh, I worked and then I took the summer off. But uh, I mean, the the track athletes on my team just they were year, literally year round. I mean, you had workouts in the summer, you had workouts during uh, Christmas break, you had all of that. But uh, I mean, yeah, it was it was a an event or a, a sport that literally had no days off and. And if you wanted to be Olympic material, you were either really, really, really good, born with it type of athleticism, or you worked outworked everybody in the field. Right. Well, and I feel like technique, particularly in your favorite right. event, the pole vault, yes. is also super key. Like, yes. you can be, you know, LeBron James, that is an athletic man, yep. but, you know, when it comes to shooting a basketball, there's a technique. When it comes to dribbling a basketball, there's technique. Now, there's yep. different ways to do it, sure. But in a a sport like pole vault, it is truly a game of inches. You know, that is where the gold medal is won, is they move that bar up one more inch, and one guy clears it, the other guy doesn't, and someone's walking away with a gold medal. Yeah. Yeah, and I tell you what, I'm I'm a little bit disappointed in this year's Olympics in the in in pole vault, just because the guy that's representing the U.S. Um, is good friends with that guy that I think is going to win it. Okay. Um, 
because they, they trained together. They competed against each other for, I think, the last, like, five or six years. Uh, they really know each other. They they pole vault in the Diamond League over in, overseas and all that stuff, which is like a professional track and field uh, organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Sam Kendricks, I think is what his name is, Sam Kendricks, um, he, he's nowhere close to Mondo. Like, Mondo's going <laughs> to blow him out of the water. And Mondo actually grew up most of his life in the United States, but he's he's actually vaulting for uh, Sweden. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I remember you mentioning him in one of our pre-shows as yep. well, that you're a big fan of his. Yeah. Dude, I've watched Mondo since he was, like, 10 years old. I mean, right. he's a stud. Uh, but, so, I, I'm obviously super, super excited for pole vault. Mm-hmm. One of the things I found that was pretty funny, though, I'm sitting here looking at all of the, the different events that are going to be happening in the Summer Olympics. Right. There's 46 events. Okay. Okay. I was scrolling all the way through them, and they're alphabetized, and I'm like, all right, where's track and field? Where's track and field? <laughs> right? Uh-huh. The best sport of all, which, you know, all this is, all the Olympics is based off of your athletic ability, right? Right. The best sport of all is not called track and field. It's called simply athletics. Oh. Yes. Interesting. Okay. So, and this is where I, I go in and I'll have a fight with somebody, right? You want to fight with me about what the best sport in the Summer Olympics is? All right. Yeah. Basketball. Golf. Uh, gymnastics. Yeah. People uh, go nuts swimming, over gymnastics. <laughs> swimming, right? We talk about all the ones that like people think of when they think about Summer Olympics. Right. Guess what the one sport is that they just call simply athletics? I'm guessing track and field. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which, by the name, it automatically just wins right there. Sure. Yeah. I can stand by that. The best, the best event or the best uh, group of events, the best sport in the Summer Olympics is track and field. All Fight right. me. I'll respect that. So, being a pole vaulter that I am, I love track and field. Uh, this this next week and this weekend, next upcoming week, we're going to have men's pole vault on Saturday, women's pole vault, and these are qualifiers on Monday, and then men's pole vault finals next Tuesday. I'm super pumped about. Uh, and then the, the decathletes, man, you can't forget about them. I did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, these Those guys, guys are, are nuts. Un- insane. Uh, I did two or three of these back in college, like for for an actual event. Uh huh. Um, loved it. Um, I was dead, obviously, by the end of it. Right. But uh, being able to do ten different events in in one track meet, it was just it was unreal. I really loved it. Uh, it really tested each person, and we kind of built this whole group around each other about like you know the. the the decathletes in our region and uh we i met a, a lot of good friends doing it and when you're going through the hell that you go through when on a decathlon like you you can't help but latch on to somebody and right they just go through it with you you know and so uh the men's decathlon is uh they're pole vaulting on thursday and then the women's pole vault finals is also that same day a little bit later so uh, this next upcoming week, I got some key times. I'm going to be watching pole vault. Um, obviously trying to keep up with all of the other track and field, but pole vault for sure. Um, 
needless to say, dude, I am stoked. Like, there you go. absolutely stoked. Uh, best time of the year. But there is one event that I saw today. Sitting here at work, uh, decided to just throw on some live stream Olympic trials, or sorry, not Olympic trials, but Olympic games stuff. Mm-hmm. And there was a a game that I don't think I've ever watched in my life. Okay. okay. This game is called Handball. Which I have heard of, but I don't know much about it. Yeah. I so, feel like maybe a PE teacher of mine or something mentioned it before. Dude, and this is the exact event that we would play in PE. I don't know if we, I ever did, personally. Okay. But handball is is played on a a court, like a gym floor court, like a, okay. a wooden so Kind of like court. pickleball? Yeah. Yeah. So it reminded me a lot of it with, I mean, playing on the basketball court, all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no net in the middle. It's, oh. set, it's set up like like soccer. In okay. the sense that you have two goals on e- either side. Sure. Have you ever watched indoor soccer? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my brother used to play. Oh, no kidding? Uh-huh. Okay, so I, I, I don't have the details in front of me. I, I tried sneakily uh, looking them up real quick on the side, but uh, both sides of the court remind me a lot of basketball in the sense that it has an arc. And then it has another arc, a dotted arc beyond it, right? Okay. And then they, um, I believe they called one of the arcs the nine meter. Yeah, nine meter and the seven meter. Line. Okay, sure. And, and that's from a what difference. I could say that again. And that's a pretty decent difference. Yeah, yeah. There's two meters. It's about six feet, eight foot, mm-hmm. right? Um, and from what I could tell, there was one, two, three, four. Five, five or maybe six defenders and then a goalie. Okay. And then they had about, they had two people in the corners and then they had probably five or six offensive players. They were trying to score this one goal. For some reason though, the two offensive people in the corners, they couldn't like just dart out and move to the middle. And I don't know why the reason is. Maybe it's like an offsides thing. Yeah. In soccer, right? It's the same, same type of thing, but backwards. So, so like they couldn't go like inside the arc, you mean? Well, they couldn't just like streak toward the middle. And if they, I mean, if they could, they weren't. And for me, like it didn't make any sense why they wouldn't. Mm-hmm. But anyway, you pass the ball, like you could take three or four steps. And again, if you guys know what handball is, I am sorry, I'm butchering the hell out of this. <laughs> but uh, they could take three steps, and then they had a dribble, and then they could take at least two more. Okay, and so they were passing the ball back and forth, like, uh, and the ball looks like a soccer ball, but it's about, oh, probably five inches right. in diameter. Uh-huh. And, and it's aired up just like a normal ball, but it's not like a super bouncy ball. It looks like a soccer ball. Mm-hmm. And they were passing it back and forth, and guys were going left hand, right hand. Like, it was, it was pretty impressive how well they could throw both hands. Uh, and I was watching Denmark and Egypt, and Denmark was actually ahead a few scores when I was watching. But anyway, they, they counted up just like in soccer. Uh, you don't know, like the, the clock never stops. So like oh, people okay. would come Running in clock. offense and defense, and it was a fast-paced game. Mm-hmm. And uh, the whole time I was watching, though, right, and they're just throwing balls like they could bounce it in. They could bounce past each other. They could uh, go over the top and, like, like spin the ball to where it like curves over the the goalie and all that. Right. 
like I said, it reminded me a lot of soccer, but just with your hands instead of kicking it. The whole time I was watching, I was like, where's the U.S. team in this? <laughs> because I feel like if I really dove deep into handball for like three years, four years, right, I could probably join the U.S. team. Sure, yeah. Yeah, and like it's one of those sports, it's like, it's such an obscure, yeah, and like small group of people that I feel like I'm like I'm I'm close to being athletic enough just to get on a team. You know, I think I've actually played a version of handball. Yeah. So what? Because when I was in PE, we played something very similar. Like the what you're what you're describing, we did all the exact same thing. Like you could either be outside the three-point line because you played in a you know a high school gym, gym. Yep. you're either outside the three-point line or like you're it's slightly inside the three-point line like i don't think you get right up to the goalie but so we would basically just throw a wrestling mat up against the wall and the goalie defend the wrestling mat but what you could also do was shoot at the actual basketball goal oh wow and that so like it played like basketball but I think you could either shoot a three, like from beyond the arc, and you get three points, or you could throw it at the mat. And if you were like behind the three-point line, it was worth two. If you were in front of the three-point line, it was only worth one. Hmm. Like obviously the closer you got, kind of like you said with the meter thing. And right. I imagine handball works the same way. Yep. But what's also interesting is, yeah, every time you scored, you would rotate in based on the people who were like on the sidelines. So yeah. The weird yeah. thing is, is what you could do is the people who lined the the actual sides of the court. Yep. So you would have like five people playing at once, like per team, plus the goalie would make six. But then say you had like your bench five that were on the sideline, you could still, as you're running down the court doing the, yeah, either three steps or three dribbles or whatever it was, you could then pass to the sideline so it looks like you're throwing it out of bounds oh wow but you could pass it to them now okay. if your pass didn't connect and it actually did go out of bounds then it was considered a turnover and the other team got the ball um but be dang, yeah but yeah it was it was very like but we called it jam ball jam ball so it sounds like it was kind of a hybrid of handball yeah it's probably the american version of yeah, of, a, of an actual sport, <laughs> right? Exactly. We we made it more fun for us because yeah. that's what we do in America. Yep. Yeah, well, and, and probably things. a little bit more conducive to like yeah, middle school kids or something like that. Sure, a little bit easier for them to, to catch up on. Right, and that ball hurt too. Like if it, like I played goalie a couple of times. It, I mean that thing hurts because you got you get your baseball players out there who can fastball that yep. thing. Yep. You wouldn't even attempt to block it. Like yeah, dude. Oh. There is a a goalie from uh, I think it was the Egyptian goalie, yeah it was. He got one directly to the face, and I'm talking like it went eye socket, nose, cheek, off his face. Oh yeah, and like you could tell he was like squinting one eye and like red in the face, and it it looked like it was hurt. They the announcer said that there was a. 86 mile an hour ball that went into a goal yesterday. Whew. 86 mile an hour, bro. Yeah. And with a, a ball that was probably, like I said, five inches in diameter. Well, so you inflated. can buy, I remember my cousin, um, he played soccer a lot. And the way you teach like your like foot eye coordination is like a normal soccer ball. You know, we'll just 
for for the sake of the podcast, we'll just say it's the size of a basketball. Right. But you can buy smaller versions, and the smaller the version, the better like your foot eye coordination becomes. Oh yeah, it makes because, sense. Because you know, because it's a lot easier to kick a soccer ball than it is like a hacky sack, right. for example. And so, let's just say that the handball ball is half the size of a soccer ball, so it's like bigger than. You know, it, actually, a good way to describe it is if you ever had the foam balls that you played dodgeball with oh, yeah. in PE, it's balls. about that size, yep. like the little foam balls that don't hurt, except these ones yep. are basically, like you said, yeah, they're essentially a cross between a soccer ball and a volleyball, Yep, and they hurt. <laughs> yeah. Like I said. Actually, I think... bowling ball, that's about the size of them. Maybe a little tiny bit smaller. Yeah, the ones I was looking at was probably about... A... Uh, three quarters of the size of a bowling ball. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, you could palm it pretty easily. Even mm-hmm. with my baby hands, I could palm it. Right. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, I fully think that if the USA had tryouts for handball, like, I might try to start a league and then, like, get good here in, in town and then try out for the Olympic team for Olympics of uh, 2024. You know what I wish they would bring back? What? And it was it was never an Olympic sport, but I, this came across my Facebook the other day as a, remember this? You remember Slam Ball? Dude, with, with the, the trampolines? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and how just messed up people would get, like, slamming each other. Dude, Dude. that should have been an Olympic sport. Suit, that I, was phenomenal. Oh, man. I, the mob? The like the the black and red oh, team, yeah. and they had that yep. one dude who wore like the bandana, the but he was bald. Yeah, number three, I don't remember his name, but yeah, he went hard. Lit. Yeah, he went hard. <laughs> like, and there was there's probably some concussions that went on. Oh, dude, absolutely. <laughs> oh man, not like getting yeah. clothesline ten feet in the air. And they didn't have con- uh, concussion protocol back then. <laughs> nope, sure didn't. So, oh. the other one I just want to hit on real quick, and you you. Transition really nicely. Okay. Slam ball is three on three basketball. Oh, sure, sure. I watched a little bit of this today. Um, I'm trying to remember who I was watching. Uh, I can't, I cannot think of who it was. But anyway, again, one of those sports that I feel like, I mean, obviously the USA doesn't have a three on three, like, like professional team, professional right? team. It's one of those ones that we could sneak into the Olympics in and, like, just be, like, the high school star that, like, just, like, goes goes hard for three-on-three ball. Mm-hmm. Like, because the guys I was watching was like... You'll never make the NBA, but you can make the Olympics. Yeah. You want to <laughs> represent your country, sir? <laughs> right. You are now part of our three-on-three. And, uh, but watching these guys is, like... Dude, I'm pretty sure they missed like over half their shots, and it's really fast paced game. I sure, mean, it's right. only a half court court, right? So they literally have no other side of the court. They're playing on a specialized like three on three court, only half court, and the the referees weren't even wearing the stripes. Like they were wearing these weird international referee shirts. I don't know. It, was, uh-huh. it just it looked really it's, weird. It's their own special league, man. Yeah, and. And I feel like that's another one of these sports that it's like, you know what? If you're listening to this and you love basketball, you play a lot of three-on-three, you have a good three, try out. I don't know how you do, but try out for the next Olympics because you might be able to make your, yourself shine on national TV representing your comp- your country 
playing three on three basketball. See, that's kind of one of the points, though, is it's like, all right, we have five on five, like organized, world recognized right. basketball. And then you're like, eh, let's do three on three, too. It's like, <laughs> why not do two on two? Or screw it, do one on one. Let's yeah. get uh, Grayson, the professor from the old <laughs> and one days, you know, the professor, you know. Dude, he's get still, him out there and play still balling, too. Have you seen some of his Facebook? Oh, yeah. That's what I mean. He's still balling. Like, that's what I mean. Like, put him on the Olympics team. Like, you know, maybe, maybe you field like three guys and it's like, all right, like you, you all go into qualifying rounds. And if you win your one on one matchup, like you move on to like a elimination style tournament of like, I don't know, 64 or whatever. And just do one on one basketball. I mean, hell, throw Kyrie Irving out there or James (laughs) Harden. They play one on one basketball all the time. Like, might as well just. Like, yeah, it, and this is part of the reason why I don't think I could ever truly get into the Olympics is, you know, you have, like you said, you got your Michael Phelpses and, and other famous Olympic athletes that people, they recognize regardless of the time of year. Yep. But then 95% of these other athletes, no one have ever heard of, they'll get their moment in the sun, they'll maybe appear on a Wheaties box, you yes. know, next month. And then they'll disappear for four years, yep. <laughs> and you'll never hear from them again until the Olympics comes back around. Yep, it's ridiculous. And I want to be one of those guys. Yeah. Well, so, and I, might so be, I guess before I might be, we get off well, of this, I might be playing handball a lot. Like I might start a Russell League of okay. handball. Let's do it. All right. I'll I'll play with you. I need the exercise. <laughs> no, I I will say this. The one cool thing, since we are talking about the Olympics, is uh, we mentioned Prairie Esto on one of our last shows. Yep. Uh, maybe even our initial show, if I remember correctly. And yeah, because horse walks into a bar. So Russell is actually home to an Olympic medalist. If you went to the Dream Theater. Um, during Prairie Esta, they did like a history of Russell, like short films. Oh yeah. And one of those was about a guy. He was the, um, I forget the official name of it in the, in the Olympics, but he was like the trap shooter where you oh, shoot the clay no pigeons kidding. and stuff. And he took either silver or bronze. I don't remember which. From Russell Kansas. And, yes. And he's from Russell, went to the Olympics. Like they, like he showed like footage and pictures and all this sort of stuff. And it was really cool. Heck but yeah. that's one of those things is it's like, this guy's an Olympic gold medalist and you wouldn't know him from John. Exactly. Sitting down at the local gas station. Yep. And that's, that's I want to be that guy. And I don't know if it's handball or three on three basketball or... Water polo. Water polo. <laughs> yeah. I want to be one of those guys. All right. <laughs> Let's do it. T- tell you what, 20... What 24. Is it? Yeah, 2024. We're going to the Olympics. Heck yes. Mark it down. Heck yes. So this weekend, dude, KDGC. Yes. I am super, super stoked. Round two. Round two, baby. Uh, our last one was back in like what, May? I it's, think it was. Yeah, I think so. It was back in May. It's been a little bit. Right before Memorial Day weekend, right? Right. Because yeah. everybody was busy in June, so we couldn't do that. Yep. And I think what we're doing now, it's not set in stone yet, but I think we're actually doing a double header. So. While we're we're gonna have round two, we'll essentially have round three as well. So we'll do round oh. two on Saturday and then round three on Sunday. Dude, I'm stoked. Yeah, if that's the case. Uh, so that mean that means Saturday morning we'll probably get get a nine in, maybe eighteen. Well, no, we'll do eighteen. We'll play nine to figure out the pairings. Oh, and then oh, match play. Yeah, and then we'll yeah. match play the back right. nine. So I mean, if we can get a get by with that two days in a row, 
I mean, we're going to be superstars. But oh yeah, I'm best case scenario. I'm thinking 18 on Saturday here in town, mm-hmm. and then probably just nine on Sunday. Is okay. what I'm guessing. And we'll probably do Ellsworth or Ellis. Yes. Yeah. Uh, both courses are fun. I actually just recently played at Ellsworth a couple what? weeks ago with TJ. And Ellsworth. Yes, Ellsworth. Oh no, we, kidding. We went out there because uh, he had never played. Yeah. And. I forget how much I love that course, dude. Between the fact that, like, it's just a fun course in general, and it's relatively easy, you know, pretty much everything's straight, not a ton of dog legs left or right. Good. Um, you know, open fairways. My favorite part about it is they're rough. Like, they're rough. Right. Is, like, the same amount of height as, like, our fairway. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> so, you know, I always say, like, I absolutely love our course. But if you don't hit fairway, you're in trouble. Because yep. our grass is tall yep. out in the rough. Whereas they're rough, I was hitting it easy off that all day. Oh, dang. All right. Yeah, and and since our last play... Bush. Bush. Since our last play, I've I played... Uh, honestly, I've just played Russell, and I've played Manhattan. So I played Stag Hill a couple weeks ago. Okay. Have you ever played Stag Hill? In Manhattan? I feel like no. Holy hey, At smokes. least it's not sounding familiar to me. So it's right next to either a river or a lake. I, I can't ever tell. Okay, so it's not in Manhattan. No, it's it's okay, like on the no, way, way to Manhattan, like probably 10 miles outside of actually city limits. Okay. Maybe five. Uh, Manhattan guys are going to kill me right now. But um, yeah, it's it's one of those courses that there is not a straight fairway on that course. Oh man, I'd be in big. Well, no, maybe I would play good because. But I that's can't the thing. There's a lot of dogleg lefts on the front nine. Okay. Like a lot. I mean, that means you have to hit a nice solid draw, which actually you do. I don't. I hit it a... until I played in Ellsworth and Russell. Oh no, kidding. Get... Yeah, then I started going right again. Oh, I don't know shoot. what's wrong with me. So hate yeah. this game. Yeah, and and uh, not to brag, but. Uh, my team did win, win the 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 managers playoff here. Ooh, yeah. So we had a team of four. There was three teams of four. We played scramble golf. Um, we shot right at even. Okay. So we did you carry or were you carried? What honestly, it was a good scramble. Um, okay. I was thinking I was going to carry a lot because like two of the guys, one of the guys rarely rarely ever plays the other guy plays like maybe three times a year and the other one that was uh, really close to me in talent um plays about five or six times seven times a year and again i play a lot i should be a lot better than i am but i'm not um yeah i go out more or less just to, to kill time and have a couple beers but um they we we really played a really good scramble. Um, I thought I was going to carry a lot, and I didn't. I hit a lot of bad shots, but we bogeyed the first hole, poured the rest until nine, and we birdied. Okay, so cool. it was really cool. Um, and uh, yeah, we ended up winning some cool stuff. There's a bag over there on the floor. I don't know if you can see it. It's like right over there. On it's this blue bag, like right on the other side of my desk. Uh-huh. Yes, and it it's like a a material like. Like almost like a, like a cooler, 
It's right. like a waterproof bag. Mm-hmm. Pretty badass. Is a prize. Which okay, we need to talk about the KDGC. But I have to divert. Oh yeah, right. Two things. I have to divert <laughs> two things real fast. First of all, can I just say the whole like the how the internet definitely listens to what you're saying yes and then it promotes stuff to you yes that freaks me out just in general but oh my god the other day it kept promoting cool golf stuff to me <laughs> like i know i sent you the one thing for Palooza with yes. the beer pong putting thing yes but then they had one which i've seen these a million times but the the beer bong driver yes um that was one yep. and then the other one was like a little sleeve that fits inside one of the so like where you put like your clubs for example like oh, in, your, yeah. in your golf bag if you just reserve one of the like slots so right. say where you put your driver if instead you put your driver with like your woods or your putter or something right. like that and you reserve that slot it's a case of like an insulated, like stackable seven beer. Oh my god! Like zip up thing, and the idea is like, yeah, you can sneak it onto the course because it truly is in your golf bag. And we're oh not talking god. about throwing a couple of beers in where like you like, keep your balls in your glove and or stuff. Your like shoes. no, yeah. yeah, it is where the clubs go, and then you literally pull it up, you unzip it, you know, one beer at a time. And you can either share it with the boys or you have seven beers for your nine or 18 holes. That's super impressive. I really want to get it. Yeah. (laughs) So that's number one. Number two. Yeah. Since we were talking about me playing in Ellsworth. So then that following day we played here in Russell and Sype, you know, ladies and gentlemen, I am a double bogey golfer at best. Right. Okay. And we were on seven. And you know how I hate hole seven. Oh, here the water in town. Hazard. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got yep. the water hazard on the right, which I tend to shank it that way anyways. Yep. And then if you go left, you know, you're either in the trees or you're even on the the six tee box. Yes. So I piped a drive, went a little bit left, um, but was still to the right of the cart path, okay? Kind of up on the, on the little hill. Respectable. Where, yeah. where the green is for hole five. Yep. Okay? Right around there. And then I absolutely hit the piss out of, I don't even remember what club I used, but it was one of those where when I hit it, it felt so good and it sounded so good. Yes. Sipe, this thing landed probably 15 yards in front of the green. Oh. Hit and it just kept rolling. And this is uphill, mind you. Yeah. Like, I yeah, no one on the uphill. podcast yeah. knows what hole seven is in our town. Right. But yep. this is an uphill roll. Oh, man. My ball, I hit it so hard that it kept rolling up, rolling up, rolling up. It, it gets over the ridge and onto the green, and it keeps going straight for the hole. I was so far away, Sipe, I couldn't tell whether or not it rolled <laughs> it went in. in. <laughs> I swear to you, I thought I hit an eagle because <laughs> I could not awesome. see my ball from where we were standing, and I it was tracking directly at the hole. Oh man! And I'm playing with TJ, and I was like, "Did you see that shot?" And he's like, "No." Like I was taking my practice swings or whatever because I think he hit his in the water, so he was just gonna drop by me. Yeah. I was like, "Dude, I think my ball just went into the hole." He's like, "Shut up!" <laughs> and needless to say, it did not go in the hole, but I was oh, about damn. three feet and buried a birdie putt. Boom. Which always feels nice, yes. but on hole seven, that's easily a double bogey yeah, hole, if not higher for nice. me. And the yep. fact that I damn near eagled, oh, it felt good. Yeah, so so um, I had to tell you that. Um, yeah, I'm trying to play it out right now because I actually went out and played today. I played a quick nine, 
And uh, so if you're up by inside the car path, but by five green, you're probably about, shoot, that's like a 180 yeah. to the green. And I, and I remember if I had an iron or my five wood. It doesn't matter like, by it that It just point. was pure as all hell, right, like, di- path-wise, directly at the flag. Yep. I had one of those shots today on on one, actually. I, I was hitting uh, about 160 out, but way to the left. I just barely had an open spot uh-huh. in the trees. And uh, I hit my 160 club, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's going to be money. And then I saw it bounce. And I was looking at the green instead of like in front of the green, and I saw it bounce up once, and mm-hmm. I was like, and, di- and then I didn't see it bounce again because I was looking at the green. And I was like, it went in the hole. Nobody saw it, but it went in the hole. Like I just got an eagle <laughs> on yep. one, and I get up to the next to the green. And it was like probably fifty feet short. Oh no, <laughs> feels bad. Yeah. But, yeah, it's one of those things. It's like I know what you're thinking when you're like, oh, yeah, I hit a good shot, and it's, like, way short. But but mine was way short. Yours was on the green right. three feet from the cup. Well, and I know you missed one of my greatest putts of all time. I'm a big fan of the power putt yes. where you're 30 yards off the green. Did and that you still twice putted. today. You'd yeah. be proud. Well, so uh, TJ did witness – it wasn't quite as long as the one I had with you where you weren't paying attention, but <laughs> it was probably a good maybe 25, 20 yard power putt on, I think it was hole two again and buried it right into the cup. And he was just like, I can't believe you made that. And I'm like, dude, my putting game is strong <laughs> lately. Here we which go. Which is good because the rest of my game has absolutely fallen apart. <laughs> I need to hit the range before the KDGC. I had a 42 today. <gasps> so jealous oh yes. that just hit my mic that probably came through really bad on the audio but oh uh, yeah i'm jealous of your I'm 42 so, i was so excited i've yet to hit sub 50 par par bogey double bogey 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 par par it was nice no birdie juice though no birdie juice that's okay okay for the umpteenth time kdgc so yes here's what we're doing ladies and gentlemen for those of you who are lost at this point. KDGC, Kansas Dad's Golf Circuit, us and our dad friends, we go out and we play, and here's the way we do it. First nine, we play stroke play. Yes. And then we match up person one and person four. Yes. And they're a duo. And person two and three, they're a duo. Yes. We play the back nine. Match play. Just just like we like. Just like old yes. Phil. Yes. Old Phil and Tiger or Phil and Bryson, we play match play. And... If my memory serves me correctly, we broke even. We tied. Yep. Last time. Yep. So round one ended in a draw. Yep. And you and I were on a team. Yes, we were. No. Were, weren't no. we? No. Me and Alan were on a team. Oh, that's right. It was yeah, me and Caleb. You and Caleb. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, you're going down this time. <laughs> yeah, right. Because <laughs> I feel like it's going to be me and Caleb at two and three again. I don't know, man. But I we'll think, see. I think Alan's been hitting the, the range like he said he was. I hope so. I bet not, though. Probably not. It'd probably be me and Alan. <laughs> Sorry, Alan. We love you. You can hit the piss off a ball, though, and that's yeah. the one oh. thing I can't do. Man, I tell you what, if he's coming up the day early, which I hope he is, like the night early, like Friday night. We can go eight range balls. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm I'm taking Alan, just me, myself, and, and Alan. Well, I'll be out there, so. Well, I'll we're not going to tell you then. <laughs> I need to practice up my my Allen just for the just for the drive. Right. 
I'm not gonna make him practice anything. What's gonna be funny is you're gonna take him out and then like he and I will finish two and three. And then <laughs> you'll know. be like, damn it. <laughs> Caleb, where were you at? <laughs> yeah. But no, uh KDGC, super, super, super excited for this weekend. Yep. Not only is it to get good golf in, but it's also just for the four of us to really, you know, bro it out. And, We're the uh, four best friends that anyone can have. <laughs> yes. And uh, yeah, it, I'm ready to drink some beers, stay the night here in town, you know, go hard. Yeah, with we the don't wives. have to travel for this one. Yeah, go hard with the wives. Everybody stay the night. It's, this what my fingers are crossing for. So we'll get it. Hopefully that happens. Okay. Uh, but I just got back from a wedding this weekend. What a professional transitioner you are. Yeah, and uh, it was my cousin uh, cousin's wedding, and it was really, really fun. Uh, really small, but it was it was a lot of fun. It was really intimate, and, and I was happy to be there. But it got me thinking, Mark. Like, bro, even at this small wedding that, you know, there was maybe 70 people at, was there are still the same songs? Part of me wonders, truthfully, yeah. like because I know there's certain traditions that people have right. based on what religion you are or where where you're getting married at. You know, even country by country, like there's there's different things. But right. I feel like the idea of a wedding reception where you're having a party, and not even just wedding reception. Like I just went to a retirement party last weekend. <laughs> same songs, <laughs> no you know, like. I again, this might be a Midwest thing, which is great. This is a Midwest podcast, but it does kind of make me wonder, like, if on the coasts and stuff, if they're playing these exact same things. That would be so, awesome. If you are on the coast and you are listening to this, please, please, please let me know because I am genuinely curious. Hit us up on our tweets page at pod underscore middle. Yes. What songs get you turned at weddings, <laughs> or not just you gets the crowd? turn at wedding that's the most important yeah yeah so that's what we're drafting today do you want to lead or do i want to lead because there is in my opinion a clear 101 but i will concede it to you if you want it nope go ahead okay i'm gonna take the greatest song ever made and it's the song that gets everybody turned regardless of race gender age like whatever okay it's journeys don't stop believing. Son of a gun. That is the number one. Don't stop Just believing. a small town girl. I am not a singer, but you all know. It's the first time I've seen a podcast. It doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter, Chris. You're right. You're right. It doesn't matter who you are, where you're from. Everyone knows like. every damn line yep. to that song. It's a great song, and it was it was on one of the top of my list too. It's the number one, yeah. So, and I might, will take that. I'm probably not going to argue with you on that because uh, I love it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you're absolutely right. I mean, everybody knows that song. Everybody, yes. it's the greatest. And what a good message! Don't stop believing. So, follow your dreams. I'm going to go. I have I have eight more picks. I have I have like 25 yeah. songs. <laughs> so. I want to I want to pick this want to pick this closely here. A little bit on the same lines as "Don't Stop Believing." Okay. 
I will walk 500 miles in. Very good one. Yeah. So for me. It is on my list. It's not. I'm glad you didn't take the one that I'm probably taking next. All right. Because in my opinion, what you just took was number three. Oh, wow. All right. So I am getting my top two. And it's the other song that everyone knows all the damn lyrics to. But then after this, this is where I'll get a little bit more obscure based on the party. But number two, which, by the way, let me just say, 500 Miles was how we kicked off our wedding reception. It's a banger. It's, yeah. And and everybody, like, that's one of my favorite parts of my wedding video is re-watching us doing that for the grand march. It gets people moving, baby. It gets the people going. (laughs) But number two, very similar to that song, Sweet Caroline. (laughs) Now it's not like a it's not like a dance song that you can like rock out to necessarily, but like everybody kind of gets in a group. And you serenade. Yeah, you're doing it right now. You're you you're bringing the fists into the it. chest, elbows down by the hips, uh, and you just belt it. Like yes. it's the ultimate. Like "Don't Stop Believing" is the ultimate. Like get lit song. "Sweet Caroline," in my opinion, is the ultimate. Everybody gathers around in a circle. You know, sings "Kumbaya" as they say. We yes. all gather around yes. and we sing. Until or our hearts and souls exactly until your heart is bleeding on the dance floor. That's right. Yep. So that's my number two. So I'm happy right. I got both. And, and we'll be putting this up on a poll, by the way. And I'm I'm putting out here right now the song that gets everybody out of their seat. If you're twenty eight to forty one. Okay. Cha cha slide. Cha cha slide's a great one. It's yep. one of the few line just, dances I can get behind. It just gets you going, baby. Yeah. It just, I mean. Slide to the uh, left. Slide to the right. Uh, <laughs> one stop, y'all. <laughs> Two stop now. I love it. Yep. Yeah. No, that one's great. And and honestly, the, the best part about that song, so, so that's probably the number one, what I would call like the line dance song. And I am, I am, and maybe I'm jumping the gun here. I am very against the line dance songs, <laughs> but the one exception is the cha-cha slide yes. because I do believe that that is like the OG. Well, like, and it's, you have to respect it. And when it's that another, comes on, you have to go out there. It's another dance breaker. It's another icebreaker, dance breaker. Mm-hmm. It's going to get people out there on, yep. on the floor. Young, old, doesn't matter. Yep. Everybody out, is out there. It, it tells you what to it, do. Exactly. Which you is can the learn ultimate line dance On song. the fly, baby. That's right. And it's like eight minutes long, so... If you don't get that stubborn person up on the dance floor, you're going to get them by the six minute. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> uh, okay. Oh. Right. Number three for you. I know. And this is where I I have so many songs. I know. I'm, I'm picking through mine right now. And the, and the hard part is, is a, a good wedding, mm-hmm. not all the songs will appeal to all everybody right right so you you have your songs like don't stop believing where everybody's out there right but then there's songs that get people turned and even if you're not necessarily a participant it's still like wink wink aiding you hold on if you catch my drift you're not you're not this next one isn't gonna be little john no 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 no, okay 
That is on my list. <laughs> I knew it was. It, it is on my list. Uh, so we'll get to that. So I'm gonna call this the the lady the lady song. Okay. Okay. All right. This is a song where all the girls go out there, and and I'm not saying like single ladies like for the bouquet toss. Like that's not okay. what I'm talking about. All right. All right. This is a song where the men don't go out and dance to it necessarily. I mean they might. Yeah. But the ladies go crazy for all it. All right, all right. And I got four of them. So when we get to the honorable mentions, I'll list the other three. Okay, all right. But I think the one I'm going to go with has got to be Man, I Feel Like a Woman by <sighs> Shania Twain. Because that song comes on, let's go girls. Yep. And they all go out there, and, and especially in the Midwest. And that's why I'm choosing it. Because there's three other ones that I think span more surface area of the okay. world all right but man i feel like a woman is the like midwestern theme song for for ladies well and i saw a tweet the other day that just cracked me up and it was like you have to test your manlyhood every now and then by mm-hmm. playing that song dude i get lit during that oh. song i'm I'm one of the few men that are out there yeah it's, it's first a banger. of all shania twain it's mm-hmm. a banger it's a banger and mm-hmm. it takes every ounce of manlyhood that you have not to say, I feel like a woman. That's oh. right. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the best part. So this is a little detour from the draft. I made it a thing. Uh, so back in the day, I always went to the Wild Rose and Hayes, which yep. is no longer in yep. existence. Yep. It's yep. a country bar. And again, they, the Wild Rose, they, it started out when I initially went. It was a country bar, and they would maybe play five like classic rock songs. Right. And then it became like the bar to go to in Hayes. And then they played, you know, rap and all sorts of other stuff. Stupid, but yeah. Anyway. It essentially became the wedding bar <laughs> because that's what they played is all the way in music plus a bunch of other country tunes. And when Man, I Feel Like a Woman comes on, here's what you do. Here's how you make it fun as a guy. Because part of the wedding is all about like hooting and hollering. Like mm-hmm. you do that all the time. So it's, you know, man, I feel like a woman. Bow! And you just, and like, it, and I I can't do it. Uh, I'd, I'd love to play it over the podcast, but I don't want to get like copyright right, stricken. Right, right. But there's certain parts in the song where you can stretch out like a and like like do that sort of stuff, and it like adds to the fun. So even if you're not out there on the dance floor, you can yeah. kind of be like chilling at your table, you know, bobbing your head back and forth, like wow, wow, you know, <laughs> just the sound effects board over on the right exactly. left table. You know, it's just a bunch of you know. You, you sound like an ambulance. <laughs> right. Constantly. So I'm going to go, man, I feel like a woman, number three, for, oh, for the ladies. All right. And I'm going to go, uh, man, this is where I, I, I fight myself a little bit, but uh, I, I got to go with what I feel. And that's mm-hmm. Uptown Funk by Bruno Mars. Oh, that's on my list. Mm, that's three. a good one. So That's actually part of my next category. So again, I broke all of these down into <laughs> categories. It's not my number one for that category, but it, it it's in there. So that is an excellent, yep. and especially in today's like day and age, right. that gets yeah. and that it's gets it's a good like just you want to move your shoulders, you want to dance, yeah. you want to feel like Bruno. That's also a good like it never fails at a wedding. You always get the circle that gets yep. formed, and it you know is. there's there's always that one uncle who thinks he can do the work, <laughs> but he can't. Yep, you know, and he goes out there and just flops around like a fish. And <laughs> so funny uh yeah uptown funk is a good like circle up song yes it is i love love uptown funk it's so good all right number four mark 
Number four. So this is part of my, um, actually, you know what? I'm going to take a detour. I was, I was going to stay in that realm. We're going to switch it up a little bit because you, you, you made a great pick and I don't want to like take something in the same realm right, that like right. doesn't pull the vote. So I'm going to switch gears. There's always <laughs> the inappropriate song <laughs> at, at wedding receptions. Yeah. The ones that like make all the old people feel <laughs> really uncomfortable. Yes. Yes. And I had, and it, it, you, you mentioned one of them, get low, but yep. to the window, to like, the wall. I'm not picking that one. <laughs> okay. Cause nothing makes old people feel more uncomfortable when than you start to the sweat about... drip down. Yeah. <laughs> so so th- this one, while not even near as clean, like it's still a very dirty, raunchy yeah. song, but I feel like it's accepted because it's a rap classic. Baby got back. <sighs> I like big butts but and I cannot lie. <laughs> You know, no, nothing gets yeah, weddings yeah. turned more than baby got back. <laughs> yeah, the, because the Anaconda don't want none. It don't want none <laughs> unless you got buns, hun. I think baby oh. got back is the OG inappropriate song for like, again, if all the ladies have man, I feel like a woman, all the youngsters have baby got back. All right. I'm going to completely different genre here. Okay. I am picking for my number four. I believe in a thing called love. Just listen to rhythm of heart. Yes. The darkness, baby. <laughs> it's a song that I love it. Me and my brother Jerry <laughs> absolutely sang at my brother Mitch's wedding. He was the first of us to get married. That's fantastic. That's a dark horse and for we, sure. And we soloed it. Classic. Like or yep. duoed it. Du- duoed. Duoed it? Yeah, mm-hmm. duoed it. And uh we loved it. And the the crowd loved it. Yeah. I think. I don't know. It was fun. There's there's a couple of songs that I feel like weren't a good performer. Right. <laughs> so if you have that one guest who's like maybe had a little too much to drink yep. and he just kind of becomes like, because you, you have either like the band or the DJ yes. and they hype people up, but then there's always that one party goer that is like the ringleader of all the, you know, he's pulling yep. like old ladies off their, yep. off their butts or like he's dancing with the little kids, you know? Yep. Um, I was that at Sean's wedding. Yep, I've been there before <laughs> once. <laughs> I may or may not have thrown a child in the air and made him do a backflip uh, and then got yelled at by my mom for being a drunk asshole on the floor. Um, <laughs> okay. It happens. So number five, I was, again, going to go one direction. I was going to kind of be a shocker. I was going to say the Grand March because oh, that yeah. kicks everything off. Yeah. Again, you get the hooting and hollering stuff. Yep. But I feel like I would be doing a disservice because if anybody's listening to this, I'm sure a lot of them are like, how do you not pick the wedding song? And if you've ever seen the movie Wedding Crashers, oh, man. it's Shout. You have to do Dang Shout I, because <sighs> nothing gets the people going. Didn't even have that on my list. I didn't even think about it. I, that's what I mean. It's like yeah. when I was making this list, I didn't initially consider it. And then yep. when I just, let me make sure I didn't miss one. Yep. And I typed it into Google, like shout was right Gosh, there. And I'm like, oh, it. like, yeah, of course. Yep. That's if you ever see Wedding Crashers, one of the greatest comedies of our time, yeah. shout gets to be, you know, and a little bit softer now. It gets like, the people going. And then you just have that explosion. Yes. Like, oh, gets the people song. going. 
All right. So there's my number five. I'm going with pick number five of the wedding song bangers. Yep. Kind of along the same lines as you. Okay. With it gets the people going from Greece. Yes, it's on my list. It's an honorable mention. You're the one that won. Yep. It's so good. All right. And that's a good like guy girl one. Yep. Yeah. Um, you, you know, guys versus sing. girls. You always have to do that at weddings. All the bridesmaids get together. All the groomsmen get together. You kind of like you act like you're gonna like fight each other almost. Yep. And you're just yelling at each other, singing lyrics and stuff. And, and the best part about weddings is there's always gonna be like the it's the wedding that the that the the newly either engaged or newly like coupled people are at, and they're like trying to still fill each other out or still yeah. trying to be in love and then like uh, I, I said that really bad but like they're <laughs> like really expressing their their young love yeah and that is like totally the song for them right there see and i will say this too um i i'm a very outgoing person but i also don't like to be embarrassed i mean who does right. nobody likes being embarrassed right and the one thing that i absolutely love about my wife is she is hype girl extreme yes she is the one who never leaves the dance floor and there was definitely a time in my life where i'm the guy who nope like i was never out there unless yep. some girl who i thought was cute pulled me out onto the dance floor and forced yep. me to dance with her my wife has brought me into a new age where, like, I look so forward to weddings. Yes. Because it is, and it, and it's one of those things where even at my own wedding, mm-hmm. I had I to remember. tell myself to leave the floor because I can get very drenched in sweat. Uh, yep. <laughs> and it was, like, one song on, two songs off. Yep. And even though I didn't want to do that, it was because, like, I did not want to be the smelly, disgusting guy at my own wedding because I am just saturated. I remember. Yep. But like any other that. wedding I go to, perfectly okay. Yep. And so, yeah, I I love the fact that my wife has renewed my love for just making a complete fool of myself. Yeah, being idiots. Yeah. It's, it's young great. love, baby. Keep that young love strong. You know okay. I mean? So let's just recap here. So I yep. have Don't Stop Believing, Sweet Caroline, Man, I Feel Like a Woman, Baby Got Back, and Shout as yes. my top five. And my top five of the draft. So my five of the draft is 500 Miles, Cha Cha Slide, Uptown Funk, I Believe in a Thing Called Love. I want to dance with somebody, and you're the one that I want. Wait, you didn't say I want to dance with somebody. <laughs> yeah, I did. What? Oh, no, I didn't. That's Dang an honorable it. mention. I threw that in there. But that is on my list. Son of a gun. Yeah. No, that's okay. You're right. Yep. That's an honorable mention. So, so I believe in a thing called love, and then you're the one that I want. Okay. So let's go through yep. some honorable mentions here. Yeah, so I just surprise her. Because I know, yeah, and that's a fantastic yep. one. Uh, I do have that one here, so I'll make sure and not repeat that. Uh, songs you can sing to, friends in low places. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Songs great. Yeah. Okay, um, but I I mentioned this earlier. Here are my other like women triumph songs. Okay, okay. here we go. Wannabe by the Spice oh, Girls. Oh my god. <laughs> Nothing gets them lit like Wannabe. Yep. Uh, girls just want to have fun. Like yep. obvious classic. Girls you know. Want to have fun. Yep. Yeah. Uh, party in the USA. Oh, by yeah. Miley, Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. I feel like no man like truly enjoys that song. I do. 
but but that's what I mean. It's like you go out there and you do it because it's like you want to be in yeah. on the action, right? Yep, yep, yep. Um, Lady Marmalade would be another one. That's not on my list. That just popped in my head, but yeah. that's that's a very like lady song. Yeah. All right. So here's so here's my other like inappropriate ones. You ready? So you got Get Low, which we mentioned. Mm-hmm. You have just Low by Florida. Apple oh. bottom jeans. You know, Boots with noth- the fur. Nothing makes old people uncomfortable than you bumping and grinding up yes. on the bridesmaids, right? Yeah, and you cannot listen <laughs> to that song without dancing like that. Um, and even though this one isn't necessarily inappropriate in the terms of like grinding and stuff, uh, turn down for what? <laughs> <By little children. laughs> oh my god! How can you get more turn than turn down for what? Yes. Right? Um, but then this is the other classic that I was I was between Baby Got Back and this one. This this was where one of my big decisions came in. Ice Ice Baby. Ice Ice Baby. Gets oh, the people dude. going. That is that is a wedding banger. I love it. Yeah. Okay. So in my uptown funk genre, I had uh I Got a Feeling by the Black Eyed Peas. Yes. Uh Can't Stop the Feeling, Justin Timberlake. Yes. That's in there. Gosh. And then this is a little bit more old school, but Thriller by Michael Jackson. Yes. Like, love Thriller. Yeah, absolutely. And then you have your rock songs. Mm-hmm. And part of the reason why I didn't go into this class is because all of these are phenomenal. Yes. And, like, you could do literally any one of them. Old Time Rock and Roll. Yep. Just take those old records off the shelf. Yeah. Uh, Sweet Home Alabama. Yep. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes. Summer of 69. Shook me all night long, dude. Pour some sugar on me, like you can just keep going. Yeah, they they're all good. Just wedding bangers, wedding bangers with okay. a Z. So here's some more. Ready? All right. Um, these are more new age, uncomfortable ones, but uh, party rock anthem, dude. Damn it, stole <laughs> my other one. Oh, I, oh, sorry. I I guess <laughs> say some of yours because again, so I, have... I only had I only have two of them. Okay. Other than that, Party Rock Anthem, which I just wanted to dance like the yeah. the robot dude. Yep. And then Cupid Shuffle. Yep. And the and Cupid Shuffle tells you exactly what to do the whole it time. Does. And I love it. Cupid Shuffle is the one song that I will sit in the corner and pout about. Because <laughs> that is the most, this like, if you're a DJ and nobody's dancing because you suck at your job... <laughs> That's the song There's one song that bails you out, and it's Cupid, the Cupid Shuffle. Shuffle the Cupid. And I'm not, I'm not going to respond to that yeah. because I know what you're doing. You're trying to get people out there with the one song. Everybody and guess does. what? It does. It gets people going. It does. But, but what does it do for you? It allows you to drink or fill up your drink. So that's does. your fill up drink song. Yeah, because anyway. actually, that's the perfect time to go to the bar because everybody's up exactly, exactly. <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah, party rock anthem. Or Sexy and I Know It, both by LMFAO. Yeah, um, those I are great. Sexy Back by Justin Timberlake oh, is out yeah. there. That's good. I also enjoy Hey Ya by yes. Outcast. Yeah. And Blurred Lines by Robin Yes. yes. I feel like no song had a bigger explosion than Blurred Lines. Yes. Hey, hey, hey. It's just so yeah. catchy. I love that song. Yeah, it's, it, like, it almost brings you back to like the 20s. It does. Not that we were ever in the twenties, but it like for some reason it reminds me of the twenties. Yeah, I don't know. Makes me feel cool. Um again, a little bit newer, shut up and dance. Yep. Um is a good one. Uh but then these are some other good like wedding favorites. Uh YMCA. Yes. Gets the people going. Macarena. Yes. And then for the kids, the chicken dance. Yeah, man. oh yeah. Dude, like, obviously. Gotta love a good chicken old chicken dance. dance. 
and yeah, I mentioned the Grand March. So yeah, that's that's kind of my like massive list that I made. I'm so, very happy with the five picks that I chose. But literally, I mean, right there, ladies and gentlemen, if you want a good two yeah. and a half to three hours at a wedding, yes. just play all the songs I just played Take you in a notes. random order. And and that's not even slow songs. Yeah. Yeah. These are just the turn these songs. Are bangers. Yeah. These are like bangers. Get the party going, baby. And so, if you're about to have a wedding, we should play all of these at Cypapalooza. We'll oh just make a God, list dude, right yes, now. Yes, yes. A bunch of drunk, middle-aged people. No Christmas <laughs> music at all. Yeah, just bangers. Just bangers. Just wedding song bangers. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you're having a wedding coming up soon, uh, and if you're wanting to DJ yourself by just having a playlist, please. Get a pen and write all of these down. Yep. So scroll back, I don't know, probably 15 minutes or so, 20 minutes, and just just start writing a list because we have some really good songs on here. And because I'm a 90s kid, I purposely left out any and all of the pop punk songs. Yes. So like all the small things easily could go in there. But like yes. I was trying to, again, encompass everybody the between the ages of zero and 95 yes. you know so like yes if you play all the small things people will get turned it just will only well mostly be our generation yes yeah but yeah well dude we went through the olympics that we went through katie gc this week and our absolute wedding bangers this is a long episode but a sp- Especially this last segment, I feel like we could keep going. Oh my god, yeah. we <laughs> I'm, might. I'm need so to have, happy right now, yeah. just thinking of all of these songs. I know so many beers and so many drinks crushed by listening to these songs. You know what? I think there's only one way to, to right. leave this podcast. We're gonna crush another. Here we go. And I'm gonna have to listen to all these later. Yeah, me too. This is my 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 song list for the week. And I'm just going to be dancing in my office the whole time. Let's do it. So, Sype, you got to close us out of here. Let's do it, man. Thank you guys for listening for episode four of In the Middle Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and leave us that five-star review with a question. And we'll be sure to answer on that next episode. You can now find us on all major podcasting platforms. For even more content, check out our 10-minute episode we call them the mini-sodes. Uh, they, they release normally a couple of days after, but in the last couple of weeks, it's been the same day. Double dropping. Yes, sir. Double drops. We also want to hear from you all, so follow us on that tweets page at pod underscore middle and Facebook at pod middle. Other than that, I think that's all I have, Mark. Sipe. Let's get it out of here, baby. Bye. Talk at you soon. That must mean you really like that intro and outro. If you're still listening to this, what you are, if you're hearing my voice right now, right? Go follow them on Facebook 
at official one headlight high or on YouTube, you know, like, subscribe, follow on YouTube at one headlight high. I know they really support it. They really enjoy it. So I know they would really love for you guys to do that and go, go support them. Thank you guys.